Welcome to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Playing Podcast Network. I have a few of my friends joining me for RPG A Day 2020. August the 14th, the word of the day is banner. So say hi, guys. Hi, hi guys. Hi. <laughs> so since we forgot to do Kelly introductions here. yesterday, please introduce yourself. Kelly. <laughs> Tell us something about yourself, Kelly. Um, it's, uh, I'm tired. (laughs) I made three masks today, all with D&D fabric. Yes. Awesome. Also, Kelly is a tremendous costumer and cosplayer. She will not tell you guys all about that herself, but I'll tell you. And (laughs) she is dedicated to making masks and soon to be making um, uh, dice dice trays trays again uh, because she has no space. (laughs) (laughs) This is the workshop of doom. (laughs) I am the workshop of doom. This is you, Kelly. I'm Jocelyn and I am a performer and cosplayer and I also... Um, host special events in normal years at conventions with my partner in crime. Um, most people know me professionally as Madame Askew. Uh, yeah. Of course, all of that is on hold during the pandemic. So I am teaching sewing classes virtually and making a lot of masks like literally every person you know who sews. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay, I'm Evie. I am actually professionally a character costumer, and that's what I do for a living, and I sew tool bags in the evening for <laughs> an awesome tool bag company, and I like to play games with my friends because it, it keeps me in touch with them, even though we are far, far, far apart. Yes. Yay. Yes. So, yeah, that's us. Yay for us. Yay. Because yeah. I love you guys. That's Go all I'm going to say is I love you guys. Oh, yeah. Mwah. Mwah. I miss the real tables, but this is this is fun. But Someday we, yeah. we'll get to play live and in person again. Yeah. With all this virtual gaming, I've not lost a dice under a couch or table yet. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> OMG. OMG. <laughs> I've got yeah. those fabulous new dice that Kelly gave me, and I haven't gotten to use them yet. Uh, 
I they are virginal. I did a thing for Gish last week with my dice and cake. My cat totally knocked a bunch of my dice off the table onto the floor. I still can't find them. Somewhere oh, under the furniture. So you know, the important oh, thing is... Dice, I hope. No, it was my beautiful, um, you know, one of my pieces of the Rogue set. Oh, oh no! Yeah. The Dice Rogue set? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I lost oh. the books, one of the two-sided books, and um, I lost a D20 that was just like... It was a special limited edition D20 that said fuck yeah on it. Oh, not no. that one. Oh. Dice. Yeah. It's yeah. in your house somewhere. Oh. It will be found. Someday, eventually. Yeah. 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 You know how cats are. I'm a dice addict. I, I will admit it. Hi, my name is Kelly. I'm a dice addict. <laughs> You're in the right place. <laughs> The first step is That's the to- banner that should be above my head. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm I'm so on the I'm just starting out. I only have three sets. Uh, so yeah. one is pretty pink for when I was playing my, my orc barbarian with the pink tutu. Mm. Um, I have my rainbow set that Kelly gave me, and I have my yellow set for the lemon pirate that Kelly like, bought me the first time I played D&D. Aww. Carrie got you those. Carrie got those. Yes. Oh, and okay. the rainbow Carrie. ones I got you for your birthday last yes. year. Yes. Yes. Birthday dice. Because I have, uh, because I, I want to make you something for your birthday this year. Woohoo! I have special fabric for it. Plants oh. are afoot. Special fabric. But no, I agree, Kelly. It has been a banner year this year, as we're yeah, discussing yeah, yeah. banner. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone. I mean, obviously, there are some people who appear to be delusional. Who think <laughs> this year is fine, uh, but I think for most of us, this year is anything but fine. It's been really difficult for lots of us. It's yeah. been fraught with hardship, and so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a banner year. It's been a bad year. This is true. Well said, Kelly. Yep. Um, uh, uh, There's definitely a lot going on this year. Um, And at the same token, a lot that's just not going on. So um, we need, you know, Banner, this is a hard one. I'm sorry. This is a hard one to do. just from an RPG point of view, but I would say um, it's it's yes, it's banner year. Um, and normally, I would I would always treat this as a literal suggestion, but I haven't made a banner in I don't know how long. The last banner I made was for Lady Golda for um, the SEA because she you know she's in the SEA and stuff, and this was like. A long time ago. We're not going to say how long. Let's just say it was long before I met my husband. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. T-Scout banners. Well, we've done the T-Scout banners. But no, what I was thinking of was um, the Warlords from 4th Edition D&D. 
had oh. banners that they could hmm. plant, and they had some like s- some bonuses that they. I'm, I'm, I hope I'm not like imagining this, but this is something I remember from fourth edition. Is like warlords with their banners that would allow them to do stuff, and they could like plant that banner and be like, if you're by this banner, you will get this like bonus to your stats or this ability or whatever. It's been years mm-hmm. since I played fourth edition, but that is one of the like things I remember as being a really cool mechanic that warlords had. They were a great class. They, they were I a really super good class. Liked them. They were fantastic. I did not get to play a warlord, but a couple of my friends played warlords which is why I didn't get to play one, because we had too many <laughs> in the party. <laughs> you had too many warlords, not enough followers. Yeah, no, I was, <laughs> I was a cheeky rogue instead. But, like, it was really cool to see the way they could use that ability tactically and strategically in our campaigns. I will just go ahead and throw it out there and say, I discussed warlords with Duncan for many, many hours at our old work. <laughs> yeah, no, so yeah I can I, totally see Duncan playing a warlord. I don't remember if Duncan played one, but our friend Russ did. Uh, he played a tiefling ro- warlord. And uh-huh. um, I will tell you guys, Russ played a great warlord. He played a great tiefling. It was a really fun campaign. I am one of those. Oh, that was when tieflings had prehensile tails. Right. And I was I one of those. That. Maybe that was an option for our game that I could have a prehensile tail and I never knew. No, yeah. no. That's that's fourth edition. Fourth they edition. don't have prehensile tails anymore. So I'm one of those people who actually liked fourth edition, which I know is a rarity, but I really enjoyed it. And um, in that game, my rogue, I decided her backstory was that she'd grown up with this tiefling in the same town and thought of him as her brother. She was a halfling. He was a tiefling. He he was grumpy. She was full of sunshine. He was serious. (laughs) She was definitely not. And my personal banner for this character, if you will, was pink ribbons. And so for the entire campaign, I was always, uh, trying to tie pink ribbons to the warlord's tail. <laughs> <laughs> or to other oh party God. members. <laughs> so, for, I mean, like, and it had no game value in terms of, like, it didn't make our fighting better. It didn't, you know, make our dice rolls better. It didn't have any strategic value. But it made our lives better. <laughs> but it was still, it was aesthetically pleasing to you. It was all about the role play. And I think that, For me, something, you can make your own banner, you can make your own, like, dressing and uh, paraphernalia and your own, you know, sort of flavor to bring your character to life. You are not trapped with only using things that have stats and strategic value. If your game master will let you, you can bring this stuff and to the game and it will make the game more fun i think i don't mm-hmm. know maybe my friends who were gaming with me were like jesus christ <laughs> no i i think, you think you're it? right because why else would they have a trinket tablet tablet or mm-hmm. table in the book right it's fun it's you fun. Know, yeah. the thing is, is, okay i beat a dire wolf to death with my pretty pink 
that purse, okay? You did. You did. It was full of a dumbbell. Well, so. that's irrelevant. It was pretty pink and had lace on it. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I had to feel my, my feminine side. Yes. Yes, you did. You were a half-orc, right? I was yep. a half-orc bearded lady. Yep. Long woman. In the Strong room. lady. Because yeah. that was focus game. In my pink uh-huh. tutu. Yes. And my dumbbells were in my little pink bag. Uh, Circus Chimera. Yep. Circus yes. Chimera. That was fun. That was yeah. a fun game. I played Mademoiselle, uh, what was it? Dangerous. Dangerous. I yeah, can't I remember Dangerous. my character, but I was like, definitely. You were the bard. I was you were the bard. Master. bard. Yeah. No, I just remember I was seducing everyone I could. Uh, yeah, that's my girl. Time. That's my girl. That's my girl. <laughs> If I could leave a string of pining women behind me at every town, that was what I was trying to do. What do you mean you did? (laughs) (laughs) Also, I was looking to take down the aristocracy in a big way. Break hearts, destroy the aristocracy. Had goals. Represent. Represent, baby. Represent. You know. I don't know where that's different and how that was role playing because that's really what you try to do in real life. I mean, <laughs> that's accurate. I was not really. You know, just make a banner, put it on the front of your house. <laughs> take down the aristocracy. That's, yeah, no, actually, uh, that character was me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I love that character so much. It was so yeah. beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. It was a joyous no. thing. You're right. I need a banner that's like uh, break hearts, take down the aristocracy in front of my house with like a loot <laughs> on it. <laughs> and, and lots of rainbow flags and, and Black Lives Matter signs. Oh, my gosh. Yes, please. Yes, please. And Antifa as fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. I should. Just, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> you'll, you'll have so many banners on the front of your house. That, you know, you won't even see the house. Right. All the gamers will know. My banners will bring all the gamers to the yard. They'll be like, right. That house right there with all the banners. That person that's our people. Has nice. Yeah. That's our people right there. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the waving our freak flag right there. <laughs> so the other freaks can find us. All of them. All the freak flags. All the freak flags, yes. <laughs> it's amazing to me how many freak flags I see up and down the streets in Burbank. Oh, girl, no. In Burbank? I mean, apartment, buildings, apartment buildings have huge signs. Rainbow That's- signs. It's like, yes, queer lives matter, black lives matter. That's awesome. We believe Actually, in this. We believe in this. I mean, the, you know, the rainbow one that has a different statement on each line. Oh, that's great. No, I would have expected that. I would have expected that from Southern California. It's more shocking to me. Yeah, Yeah, it's more shocking when that doesn't happen. So yeah, yeah, there are there are bigots out there. Oh yeah, no, I mean this is definitely a tangent to the conversation, but I have a friend who works in cybersecurity, and he's he's commented that the rise of hate groups in uh, the sort of Los Angeles area is, is shocking um, mm. in the last few years. So there are hate groups. Yeah. Out Palmdale Lancaster. There's a serious problem with it. Um, you know, it's like if, if 
more of this shit keeps happening, if stuff starts happening to communities, I'm going to go down the four blocks away and I will stand guard in front of the, the, the Jewish temple. I mean, I'll yes, be part of the, of the thin yellow line. I don't care. Evie, Evie, what? Evie, you are magic and also like, not to be that girl, but if the lesbians come out, if our, our butch stud daddy lesbians come out to stand the yellow line in front of any organization, I feel real good about it. So. <laughs> you know, I'll just I'll just let you know, because, you know, the opportunity for finding somebody to date will be good. Yeah. Uh, you could combine no. it as a mixer on top of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Bring your parents and your masks and we'll all hang out in front of, you know, I'll, I'll find the nearest, you know, Jewish temple, Muslim community. I'll stand guard. Yeah. The banner could read, fight the establishment. You know, not going to uh, happen in my community. Not. <laughs> the, the banner could read something like, uh, fight the establishment and find a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Find a no, friend. The fight the friend mixer protest. <laughs> oh my god. Find a friend. Black Lives Matter. Anti fun mixer. Anti fun mixer. <laughs> Slash find a friend for the pandemic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hey, talk to me. I've been tested. Black Lives Matter. Not in my community. Anti Looking for a date for Saturday. I mean, all these different signs. <laughs> Me too. Yes. Yeah. No. Are we going to all the things? The, we're going to move to the mask code instead of the handkerchief codes. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> yes. But see, masks are now a banner in their own right. Masks this is are true. A banner, yes, they are. We make statements on them all the time now. Heck yeah, absolutely. Well, you have to wear them. Yep. Everybody see them. And it's like having so your state. We make on them individual. We make them. They can't tell you to take it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can say Black Lives Matter. They can't say you have to take that off. I mean, they can say what they want. It's not going to happen. No, I'm required to wear this in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my mask. So it's. Yes. I mean, to, so right now in this banner year, um, <laughs> uh, we are expressing ourselves with these masks. Um, they are required. Um, get it? It's required reading then. Because, you know. <laughs> but you can express yourself um, uh, via with your masks. Um, at least those, of course, you know, who, who can uh, afford to either make their own or have them made. Um, that's why I'm making them for my whole family. And uh, uh, it can be a personal banner. Way, Exactly, and you know, it's if you're not like handy in the way that Kelly is and can't make your own mask, though. Like, if you get a light colored mask, you can just get a sharpie and write your, you know, your banner phrase right on that mask. Exactly. I don't recommend sewing something to a mask directly. (laughs) If anybody, you know, it's like don't like like so button to it on the outside um goes through because then you're sort of defeating the purpose of the mask um uh, you can uh if you want to accessorize it you know um there are ways to just don't try not to puncture it in the in the well yeah you can sew stuff to the outside 
um, don't do the liner part. So yeah, you still have yeah. a solid piece. And if you have a pocket that you can put a filter in, you still yeah. have a pretty much close to an N95. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you can still have, you know, rhinestones. But don't go through the mask, the whole mask. Not all the way no. through. Just no. out, the outer layer and you still can put in your filter and be safe. Yeah. yeah. Like all of mine are made with two layers of 100% cotton, a lining and the decorative fabric. And then the decorative fabric is, um, I use a fusible interfacing, non-woven interfacing uh, between that, uh, you know, adhere to it so that there's extra levels, you know, so it's... See, I I can't breathe through two layers and a filter. Mostly, I just keep distance. I only put the filter in when I'm going to be, like, in the grocery store. I'll put the filter in. But you know Um, what? As long as you have those two layers and the people around you are also masking, the efficacy is actually really high. So, I mean, the filter... Less than 1% transmission. Right. Like, the filter will assist, but you're already at less than 1%. So, (laughs) having the two layers is... So, I mean, if if you sewed a lot of stuff through... I know Renee is sewing some the outer part. She's embroidering on them for people. Yeah, but that but she's she has it lined and stuff. Yeah, she, there's she a does. liner layer that's totally yeah. not got holes but in it. But like what I'm saying is, don't like sew all the way through it. No, no. <laughs> that's like poking a hole in a condom. Exactly, <laughs> it's, a exactly it. it's a bad plan. It's a bad plan. And just also, of course, as a reminder, any, any of those face masks you see that have those little valves on them, they're protecting themselves. They're not protecting you. Right, yeah. because they're breathing everything out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's you know. the problem is it exhales straight through that tube, shooting it straight out as, as it's not supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. You need so. it filtered. Which is great yeah, for well, exercising garage, with a mask, but not good for contamination. I had, I had to move everything from one garage to another. I found like a stack of N95 masks that I had in my car stuff. Oh, nice. wow. That's amazing. So I, much, I had a whole stack in there for really working good. on the car. I got them from when I was sandblasting stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. Of course. Oh, that's smart. Up. Yeah. Which is exactly what the valved ones are designed for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're well, designed for particulate valves. matter. Yeah. These oh. don't have valves in them. I just gotten them because I was making a lot of cloud stuff and I needed to be able to breathe. Yeah. And, and not destroy your lungs. <laughs> yeah. not, not get so in my lungs. I'm weird that way. Yeah. I'll put a lot of other shit in my lungs. You're yeah. so pretty. I swear. <laughs> I am a delicate flower. You are. Oh. Yeah. I so, am a flower. No, I, I think at this time with our banner year of doom where we've all run rolled you know natural ones um <laughs> as a sort of society especially here in the united states oh, God. to be yeah, we're frank we're like, one and we've got a one disadvantage yeah so, we yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a minus one and we rolled ones um so but one of the things I love in our gaming community and our, our geek spaces, our virtual geek spaces, geek fandom, is how everybody is turning this into an opportunity to, like, 
do just what we're saying and turn their masks into banners, you know, supporting their fandom and sharing their geek side, finding a way to make it joyful and celebratory, even though it's a terrible time. Like mm-hmm. all of my cosplay friends are making masks that go with their cosplays. Yep. And, you know, all of my friends who love Doctor Who have Doctor Who masks and my friends who love my little pony have my little pony mass <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's great you know and um my little pony may not be my fandom but i'm so happy to see that my friends can wear their geek on their face in this really um bold sort of celebratory way it is it's flying our freak banners mm-hmm. we are we are and planning our costumes our cosplay stuff for steampunk or Doctor Who, or whatever, we're all kind of planning for masks to go with it. Even if we don't have cons for a year, we're (laughs) going to go back and we're going to have freaking masks to match that shit because we are not fools. I don't think I don't think we're going to go back to a time when people do not think about wearing masks. I think that ship has sailed. And so it will become increasingly common for people, even outside of the pandemic, whenever that magic time may come to pass, that mm-hmm. we're still like, well, it's flu season. Put your mask on or I'm mm-hmm. sick. I'm going to wear my mask. Or You see pictures I've, of people in China for years have been wearing masks. Yep. If they feel slightly ill, they put on a mask <clears throat> out of courtesy. All across exactly. Asia, Korea, South Korea, Japan, China, Southeast Asia, all over you know, Asia, Southeast Asia, people have a culture of wearing masks um, when they're not feeling well or when they wear, eat something that they don't want people to smell or, or whenever they just want like a little privacy or whatever. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. You wear the mask. It's like you put it on. It's, and honestly, most of the time, most of these people who are wearing them are wearing them out of courtesy to everybody else. Yes. And as soon as America gets on that bandwagon, I think we'll see a drop in new cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I was yeah. reading a, a, about a study that they realized that they're thinking a large part of the new co- coronavirus cases have been transmitted through small family gatherings. Yeah. I can definitely so see that. It's like, because people go, oh, it's my family. I don't have to wear a mask. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Your whole family just got sick, bitch. Yeah. yeah. You know? Unless yeah, you yeah. live with your family, you're not already, you know, exposed to what they have. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you've been having a little pod together or have a bubble together where you know what everybody is doing in terms of their safety routines and, you know, the kind of um, PPE they're wearing and the, you know, their choices in terms of how much they go out, where they go, how much they're breaking their quarantine. You can't. Uh, genetic relation is not going to protect you from yes. right. right. Well, I got to tell you, Brandy goes out for a walk pretty much every day. She always takes her mask, even though 90% of the time you're well over six feet away from anyone. Yeah. But walking down the sidewalk, somebody comes up, and I've seen this happen again, and I do it too, walking down the street without my mask on because it's easier. Yeah. Coming up to somebody, you pick up your mask, you put it over your ear, and it's there. Yeah. And so you're more than six feet away and you kind of nod at each other and say, hello, how's it going? Blah, blah. Okay, cool. And you walk on and then you can take your mask off again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's like you always have it on you. you yeah. I don't wear it in the car because holy crap. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm the only one in the car. I don't care. Yeah. 
Um, no, I mean, I tend to take mine off in the car unless I'm immediately going to another place or if I think my hands are really filthy. Although I also keep hand sanitizer in the car, too. Mm-hmm. So I carry it on my belt loop. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because you also know how to use power tools and you're just that kind of prepared. <laughs> I'm so butch. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You're so butch, Queen. I'm Having so sanitizer is a very important thing for the whole anti-zombie kit, after all. I mean, COVID-19 kit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah wonder, we keep a bottle wonder, in the car. If they're going to find a link to zombification in COVID-19. Well, probably. <laughs> I mean, not to be that bitch, but I'm about to be that bitch. Probably between uh, zombie virus and the fucking, you know... Um, very dodgy vaccine out of Russia that's definitely not had a full run of tests. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. The, the okay, vaccine okay, that's okay, not actually okay, been that, practiced okay. with. Jocelyn, I've got to disagree with you. Oh. Because I firmly believe that the <laughs> zombie virus is going to be a mutation of Botox and it's going to start in <laughs> <virus>. <laughs> <laughs> Think of what Botox does. It deadens oh. the nerves. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this virus is going to make it attack the spine. Okay. okay. And that's going to cause zombification. And it's going to start in Beverly Hills, and we won't notice it first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because because it's toxin. If you've got Botox in your face, you're not even going to make an expression when you go to eat somebody's brain. It'll just be like, right. Very placid look on your face. And right, then and so these people also have money, so they're traveling, so they're going to go all over the world, and it's going to just go boom. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've thought about this. <laughs> you make a compelling case. Make you know, I've, I've actually, we have, at my work, we have a safety guy that comes in every couple months and does a safety thing. And I pulled him aside. I said, I got it. I have an issue. Because... You have like earthquake preparedness, fire preparedness. When are we going to talk about zombie apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, I think we need to. He goes, oh, that's a whole week long project. I go, yeah, you need to get on that shit. <laughs> they actually, um, uh, no, years ago, um, they, uh, the government put out the CDC survival. Yeah. The survival thing for surviving the zombie apocalypse and because they were using it as an analogy to be prepared for any natural disaster, you know, uh, so they put out all these recommendations and stuff and, but they were using zombie apocalypse as the, and I thought that was a brilliant idea because a lot of people started paying attention to it. Right. Yeah. Because, Mm -hmm. oh my God, it's viral too. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even the Pentagon shared it when the CDC posted it because it was their uh-huh. their big push for the the next hurricane season was coming. So they basically decided we yeah. need to get people's attention because obviously too many people are not taking these things seriously and they're getting worse and worse lately. They're not looking at it. They're not seeing the banner ads. Good pull around. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, you know, well, I I know flat out. I you know got plans. We've got family plan in place for what we're gonna do when the zombie apocalypse hits. 
Well, I guess my plan these days is to like pack as much as I can into the car with me and the cats and then go to Glen. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a long yeah, trip, to go girl. North. We do need to go north because, honestly, think about all the zombie movies. It's all in warm places. Mm-hmm. The zombies don't generate solid, heat, so they will down. freeze solid. Well, yeah. And also, we don't have enough water here in the desert. If our utility services go under because the zombies have eaten all the people who work at the water plant, we're going to run out of water to drink. So might as well just leave. The yeah, Southwest so returns to, to the desert. Yeah, the family plan is we meet up at Kathy's place in Utah and we head up north to Idaho and Canada because the colder it gets the less likely you're going to be killed by zombies (laughs) don't go to the south because it stays warm yeah no also just be mighty careful be careful during the first thaw of each year that's the whole ball of wax. <laughs> <laughs> the hidden zombies. The defrost. The defrosted zombies. <laughs> oh you frozen, you can just hit them once and they shatter. Yeah, or decapitate <laughs> them while they're frozen. You know. <laughs> they can't be chasing you. Ah, they're frozen. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> or the worst thing is you're walking through knee-deep snow and all of a sudden you feel... Mostly frozen fingers start grabbing at your legs. No, uh, no, Jim. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. First of all, I don't, image. I don't walk through snow. That's absurd. <laughs> That's absurd. That's I how people that. die of cold. Yeah, no. no. Cold, stay in the house. Come on, we're not idiots. Oh, what? Not, not walking through snow. I'm okay with it, but so, you know. See, if it's mostly frozen fingers, uh, you can kick them good and hard. Yeah, there you go. They're going to be slow. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be slow. Slow. So since well, we are, are talking about zombies. It's important to remember, go somewhere where those zombies are going to be really slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just taking a page out of Octavia Butler's book and going to the Pacific Northwest where I will rescue my partner in all things silly, Glenn, and we'll start our own queer commune, and that's what we're going to do. <laughs> You're welcome to join us. There will be beverages. It will be fabulous. Ooh, maybe I'm going to go to the Pacific Northwest because the beverages. Because beverages. All, I'm all about the beverages. As long as I can have a garden, I'll be fine. Oh, girl, you're in charge of the garden. I will grow the garden for our food. Yeah, I'll make Hey, I've bread, seen the I garden have... that Yogi's works on. It looks fantastic. That so garden? Good. That's the garden I helped build. Yeah. That's so, uh, uh, so the great produce. Yeah. And it's always yeah, we... good to have a garden to produce food to put into the still to produce additional alcohol for future beverages. Yes. Totally. Totally. Yes. Yeah. And the next door neighbor at that house, they go hunting a lot. Oh, so we've cool. agreed with them that at the zombie apocalypse, they're going to provide us with meat and we'll provide them with produce. There oh, you go. Good. And the lady start. is an RN. You got the great start of a great commune right there. Right there. Right. Yeah. It's like we talked about this. Zombie apocalypse, we're, we're circling the wagons right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's like goes absolutely. Yeah, they, they like weld and solder in their mechanics and 
and machining and stuff. And she's a nurse. And yeah. So we Girl, got you've got it plan. all down. We totally got the plan. That's awesome. Family so, plan for zombie apocalypse. So since we have gone from the topic of banners to the topic of zombies, I got to point out this is a good segue to say we should probably wrap up RPG a day and jump into the game because there are zombies what? in the game. What? Oh, let's, kick, let's kick some zombie ass. Let's do it. All right. So, so for RPG a day. For RPG a day 2020 banner, that's a really good place to wrap it up there. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. <laughs>